as uh, everyone in Buffalo knows, I think the sports world lost. First of all, hi. Sports world lost probably, and we're biased, obviously, but dare I say the greatest play-by-play guy of all time? Yeah, it, we had this discussion um, Friday at the bar. And I said, I watch a lot of sports. I watch a fuck ton of hockey in different markets all over the U.S. You know, especially when I'm at work at night, man, I'm watching the Kings and the Ducks and, you know, anybody on the Kraken West Coast games. And you listen to these announcers. Kraken's probably they, name ever. They hockey. have, honestly, a hundredth of the enthusiasm that he has. Yeah, he was the best. And, and, and yeah, and we can sit here and say, are we are we biased? Yes, because he was here. But hands down, listening to anybody else out there, they're fucking garbage. Garbage. I wrote a little. So I watched the tribute that he did. Um, that that Saber. I, 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 are you live on Facebook? Oh, there we go. Okay. I bet you that we, I bet you that he was sick. And he didn't want people to know. 100%. Because. How likely is it that you fucking peace out right after they did like the, we love you shit. Yeah. He, um, this has been going on for, I don't know, two years now. That's why he stopped going to the, all the West coast games. Yeah. He didn't travel too much. Kind of stayed on this side of the Mississippi, you know, short trips, um, all those long road trips here, but that's fine. He didn't, uh, he didn't want to go on those and you, you just knew, I mean, and it sucked. Everybody knew, He's getting up there, and we ain't going to have him forever. And even the fucking guys now, you try to emulate them. You try to, you know, have that. And and the guys just – these new guys don't. No, they're terrible. And it sucks. I mean, like I said, we were blessed with that for 51 fucking years. I mean, even the guys – this was on – he was on fucking ESPN Friday morning. Yeah, yeah. And the bottom line, they they had – Blurbs about him and his famous calls and all this stuff. It's it's um, like, so I, I, everybody. If you see me looking down or, or not where I'm supposed to, my new camera is up here on top of a big monitor. We changed some things here in the fucking studio. Thanks we're, to Chris. We're getting famous, bro. We're, yes. Uh, yeah. So you you're getting a little bit more of um, my my room down here, which is cluttered, and I'm jammed in this little area at a poker table. But I don't realize that the camera's up there, even though it's got a big fucking circle of light on it. Staring at me. Jesus, is that you? <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Um, I want to try to get chat up. I don't know where that went. I don't either. I got I'm, I got it on my phone. Okay. All right. Uh, so I think we have it. Um, yeah. So uh, even when Norm McDonald died, you know, like the average comedy fan probably knows who Norm McDonald is, but like top notch comedians were like, first of all, Norm McDonald did it probably the same way RJ did it. Maybe RJ's inner circle knew. Maybe team management knew. Maybe broadcasters, like the, his his close people knew. Norm yeah. McDonald didn't tell a fucking person. Yeah. He was just like, he died and people were like, I didn't know he was sick. Kind yeah, of a well, way to go about doing it, you know? I love that, yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it sucked. I mean, just, <laughs> I hope I don't fucking, my voice is going to crack a little no, bit. No, yeah, dude. I, I, I've avoided watching the tributes and reading all the shit. Just because I knew what happened. So, obviously, we're watching a fucking Bills game because we have to keep track of shit for our business. Sure. And they come back at halftime. And I could feel Krista looking at me. Yeah. I could feel it. She was sitting next to me. And then Aubrey's looking at me. 
And I'm sitting there, I got my hat pulled on, I was wearing my glasses, and it got over. I'm like, I gotta go. I stood up, fucking wiped tears yeah. out of my eyes. There's a and there's Brady's a, like, What's wrong with daddy? And then you try to explain it to him, and he doesn't know. And no, Aubrey kind of gets it, but I was like, This was my life for all 50 years I've been here. Yeah. Well, I yeah. grew up like my first Sabres game I went to with my dad. I'd been there a couple times before it. The game started. Game's going on. We're we're almost to the end of the first period. My dad's like, Did they? They're playing, right? I'm like, Yeah. And he goes, Well, where's Rick Jenner at? Where's the announcer? Yeah. I said, yeah. He, He's inside your television, dad. <laughs> I go, But no, you see this, the Oregon guy? He's yeah. right next to him. Yeah. yeah. They don't play it in here. You you hear it at home or on the radio. I mean, He's how like, cool no would it shit. if they did one game where they blasted his shit throughout the whole. Oh, my God. It'd be electric. That'd be cool. But, but yeah, so he, he passed away. And, uh, you, you know, What's up, Phil? Though this, this podcast goes, people in Germany, there is a sport because they have a hockey team. I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a uh, shirt that's made. It's just gonna say we're big in Germany <laughs> because that's our only claim to fame. For some reason, Germans watch us. U.S. people, not so much. Um, but yeah, uh, he he died. So we're gonna go ahead and play his top ten greatest calls. And uh, we will be a little pissy-eyed, as my dad used to call it. And uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, top 10. Hey, uh, Facebook and everybody else, we do not own the rights to this music, this voice, these calls, this video. We don't own any of this stuff. We we're just playing it. Yeah. We're or a loving memory of a sports legend. Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. All right. Sports legend here in Buffalo. All right. Here we go. Top 10. Rick Jenner calls for the Buffalo Sabres. Just let it rip. Let me turn this up. Eichel. Old steam ahead. Gets in yeah. over the Washington line and drags it right through and took a shot. He scores. Jack Eichel. Oh, my. Stanley Cup winning. Jack. Coming soon to a That's so gross of a goal. Sick yeah. Mitz starring Jack Eichel. Brother. Sick Mitz. Panic tried to roll it back, but it's going to go out over the blue line. Panic gets yep. it again and brings it right back in for Buffalo. Here's oh, in sick. The great. I got goosebumps. The greatest of all time. Sick. Motherfucker had away with words. Yeah. Holy shit. Where Peters came in and beat the fuck out of him. Peters beat the fuck out of everybody. This is shit and exciting. Best thing to happen in sports is probably. What a great last name, Dykehouse. <laughs> now this will only take about a half an hour to figure out. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, no, it was Ray Emery that Peters beat the yeah, 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 yeah. Because he knew that Miller wasn't had no chance. Howard Chuck. Powerful Dale Howard Chuck. I hung out with him one night at uh, Oh, really? Yeah, he was driving uh, the Acura NSX after it came out in the fucking 90s or whatever. Yeah. He's a sports car. Uh, sorry about that, Naz. <laughs> I mean, the La 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 Fontaine shit is. Yeah. That's gotta be top. That's gotta be number one. No, yeah, Mayday's May gotta be one. Mayday's gotta be number one. And it's called uh, when fucking uh, Campbell just destroyed on the Oh, yeah. That one. Pissed. Fucking greatest guy ever. Sean Burke, come get your cup. Marty Burrod. There's a guy right there, Miro. I love a, I love a Shatan. Yes. This is a great goal. Jesus. I remember that. Pekka underrated. Hated those fucking movies. Yeah, me too. I didn't like Black at all. I was not a fan of the goat head. I did like when they went back, though. Jesus Christ. Is that Connolly? Yeah. Fuck. He was so good. He was so much into his head, though. And his head turned into pudding, too, with all the yeah. concussions. Yeah. Hashik? Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> freaky monster. I love you, Jack. I might have been one of the only ones around. McGillney in over the Montreal line and the back hits. Is that between is that five hole? Yeah. 
sick. They need to bring vests back, where you can wear a vest over a fucking button-up shirt. Like Chandler, friends. That's how you score an NHL 94. 93-94. Lindy. I was at the Howard Stewart Festival. We were sitting on Nino's bags front porch walking through the window. Yeah. We just came back to something. Boy, did we ever fucking party that night. That was a big win. Senators were assholes. Oh, they were. Oh, shaky puck. Oh. They better clip out his shit and play it every time the Sabres score. If and when they actually do this year. You like Hannon? Oh. Oh, yeah. Butterfly goalie. Stop it. Here comes Nick. <laughs> Going back to where Jimmy Hoffa is. <laughs> Here it is. Mayday. Sick. I have fucking stone hands. For like four career fucking goals. And makes an NHL Andy fucking mold who's in the Hall of Fame yeah. look like that. That little deke that he had to the right, just to get right him a little bit. Right here. Yeet. Yep. Beautiful. You're not expecting Brad May to fucking make that move. You're just not. Uh, well, that's it. We, uh, you know, you, you lose a good one, you know? Yeah. The best. Hands we're, down. We're just at the age, sadly, where... All legends are dying, bro. God gives you less. God takes people away. You you you, it, you ramp up, and God gives you a lot of people, and then God just starts to pluck them, you know. And you don't get them forever. I think that's the beauty of of life, really, is you, yeah. you, you get them for a, a window of time in your life. And the thing I wrote on our like Facebook page, you know, like home is this, you know, like to me, Buffalo's home. It just is. Like whether whether. People like Buffalo, whether people want to move out of Buffalo, whether people like the snow. I, I wish I didn't live here. Then fucking move. Then move. I moved and I regret it. So fucking try it out. Move. Holy shit, the Bills score touchdown. Hey, imagine that. I think there's a conspiracy where um, every time someone cool dies, at least Hamlin came back to life. Allegedly. You know, allegedly. Um, <laughs> let's, let's talk about him for a hot second. Yeah. He is. Number five on a four-man depth chart right now. Yeah. Um, and I, I had an unpopular opinion on uh, Twitter, as I, I have a lot, because um, I don't yeah, really sure. care about people's feelings. That's, kind of, that's fine. And I said, he has the greatest job security 
in the NFL right now. Yeah, he's. I was telling, uh, I think Tanya this. Uh, I think he's uncuttable, and because of the absolute shitstorm that the mafia the PR nightmare, the PR nightmare. If you caught him, yeah. But you just drag him along because of this and the feel good story and. Oh, they, he was the only Bills defensive player introduced at the stadium because he played at Pitt and all this other stuff. This, this is what you just happened. drag him along just to make people feel good. Or when do you make this business decision and say, we need to get a guy in here for a 53 man, 52 man roster, and we're carrying basic dead weight? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not that he's a bad player, but. He's not a great player. Here's what I think they're going to do. And this might be a little like dirty laundry type of thing where they shouldn't be able to do it. But let's say that the doctors confer, okay? And they say, hey, he's still working his way back, okay? He had a good outgoing for the preseason. This year, we're going to put him on the commissioner's exempt list, right? Or maybe even... Maybe practice squad them. And, and people are saying that. So, you know, if what they do, Adrian Peterson took a stick and beat his kid and got put on the commissioner exempt list for a whole year. He still yeah, got paid. Those are called a switch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he, he, he got put on the commissioner's exempt list. So you would think that you could probably use it for a guy that literally died, still is working with – probably confidence issues and stuff like that. Even though I saw the first preseason game, he was sticking his head in there and stuff like that. He was playing. He wasn't, he wasn't pussyfooting around. Once in a 14 billion chance it's going to happen. Sure. But maybe just shelve him for a year and then maybe talk to him. And, and he's made a lot of money with his foundation. He's not here for, that's not his money. That's not his play. That's not your, your play money. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I do think, I think that they're going to be like, yeah, I, I don't see a, a place where they could keep them. I really don't. Um, they have they have to because of the the, the media and the PR nightmare yeah. it, would, it would create. Now, if you're him, obviously you want the paycheck, right? Yeah. Obviously you worked your whole life to to be an NFL player. Get it. But at a certain point, you got to be like, you know, hey, do I want to burn the team that drafted me, that believed in me? Knowing full well that he's probably not going to get signed anywhere else either, right? Because he's got he's he's got a little moniker to him. It, it, it just it is what it is. Almost like a guy that has a lot of career concussions. Still can play, but the second he gets tapped in the head, game over. I just I, I see it to where maybe next year he he retires. After three years, you get the pension. It, yeah, they might just hold on to him long enough so he can get that. Yeah, yeah. And and the average fan, like the the soccer mom fan, will get really pissed off that he's not part of the fucking deal anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah How do they get him? People that actually know the business of football will probably be like, they did good by him by letting him go through the third year, get the pension, and probably still make him a team ambassador. He'll probably still get whatever Thurman Thomas gets from the Bills and shit like that. You know, Thurman Thomas doesn't show up to events because he's fucking Thurman Thomas. He's on the payroll, which is a good gig. Take a couple hundred grand a year, have a camp, feed people through your foundation. You're good. God's work. Yeah, I mean, he got 
84 fucking million dollars or whatever sent to him his foundation yeah he can he can easily say hey you know we're gonna use some of this money for staff and i'm staff yeah yeah and you know whatever money he made from the bills i mean probably make 400 grand a year what's his rookie what's his rookie contract worth three Uh, years like 1.2 million probably i don't know what's guaranteed because he's uh so he's like well they did guarantee his contract last year yeah because of you know, they had to, another heartfelt story to to go by. So career earnings so far. He signed a four-year rookie contract worth up to 3.6. Okay. Let's just say he gets three. Yeah. I don't think he's going to get that. Just say. Sure. So he's in his third year, right? So, so his experience is, is two years. This is his third year. He gets pension after third year in the NFL. So he gets pension for the rest of his, his time around. Uh, base salary 2021. Sorry, base earnings. We'll just do that. Um, yearly cash, 820000 year one. 1. 1.4 year two, which they guaranteed. He's yeah. in three now. He'll get 940 this year. That's, um, that would just suck to have to take that for... I mean, but yeah, I mean, the NFL just, yeah, but the NFL just, yeah, no shit. But the NFL just signed like a huge TV deal as well. So like that 940 is, is nothing. There's like a fucking, there's a, <laughs> I'm on this website right now, sporttrack.com or whatever. And the, uh, <laughs> the ad that popped up that you can't see is uh, for hymns. It was just this huge black dude making out with this hot white chick. I'm like, did my browser history come into play here? Uh, but yeah. So let's say career earnings, he's probably at 1.8 million that he's going to get. Well, he got the one four last year in what, 800 the yeah, first year? He's That's over 2.2. 2. Yeah. The New York taxes taking 50% easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, cash in the bank, he's probably got, if he's smart. Cash in the bank, probably 1.1 at this point, um, if not a little bit less. Um, but again, like the BLM people, they're a charity and all, they bought 10,000 houses. So fuck it. You know, you can, you, it's like, it's like the shit with like organic food, right? Do you keep um, moving your camera or is it just fucking going in and out? Yeah. It's just, it's, uh, it's pulsing. Hmm. It's not I, the only thing. Like my cock. Um, my cock. You know, like for a company to be deemed a uh, uh, organic company, I think only ten percent of the goods inside of whatever you're selling needs to be actually organic. And I think for you to be a five hundred one three C, which is a charity, ten percent of what you take in has to go to charity. So he got what fifty eight million dollars? You said, and, dude. I was just throwing a number out there. It was fucking something stupid. Eighteen million or something. Eighteen million. So he only has to push ten percent of that. Which, if I do quick math, that would be one point eight million to charity, and the rest can go to staff and all the other shit. He's his own brand. I mean, obviously, he'd be the breadwinner in that fucking situation. So good for him. He's taken care of. Eight point six million, I guess. Oh, hang on. We use the ten million. Uh, I don't know. 
Just just say he had fucking he got ten million out of it. Well, you know what you're gonna do? You're gonna anchor your, your boat to the Buffalo Bills. You're gonna be a brand ambassador for the Buffalo Bills. He'll he'll probably pull three hundred grand a year down for that. And engagements, appearances. Yeah, and he's doing his charity shit. He's, um he's taking care of at least. He's not the guy that is a fourth round draft pick, and he was drafted in the in the sixth round, I think. But yeah. let's say you're a fourth round draft pick, you sign your rookie deal, and day one you blow your knee out. By year two, you're cut. Your guaranteed salary is like a small portion of what whatever you're getting. So, you know, he's not that. So, what if you're the GM? What would you do? Cut him. Well, you know what we say in the biz: it's not show friends, it's show. I mean, business. yeah, and, and that's it, at some point a financial business decision needs to be made. It, can he be put on the commissioner's list? You know what? Hey, is the last resort. You know, we're not carrying five corners. Don't forget IR. I mean, he could still go on injured reserve because the doctors can be like, now nah, there's still some iffiness there. He's not. Yeah, they, they could pull some backdoor bullshit and say, hey, after, you know, three preseason Honestly, games, we've been checking them out and everything, and something's not quite there. So just get Hamlin to the, the, uh, the pension. You know, that's, that's honestly what I would do if, if, if then, I was a GM. Yeah. And then just say, hey, if you don't catch on somewhere else, you know, you got your pension, get you through year three. Yeah. But again, it's just why are you carrying that 54? How, is, how many people roster? 52 or 53? It changed during COVID. So practice squad went from like eight to 16, I think. Um, and now we still have the commissioner exempt list and there's uh, an IR. Don't forget. I mean, somebody can be put on IR for the entire year. And who better to put on IR for an entire year than the guy that fucking died? Yeah, so like said, it's, it's an unpopular opinion, but at some point you need to face facts and realize that the NFL, that each team individual is a business yeah. owned by the NFL. And it's like, a you, 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 own a, you know, you, you own the business with other people. You had employees, you own your own business now and you're the only employee. But back then somebody wasn't pulling their weight. What happened? Well, you had to talk with them, and you made a little severance deal with them, and you sent them out the door. You, uh, yeah, it was best for your business. And at some point, they have to do this and stop worrying about everybody's fucking feelings. Mm-hmm. Fuck your feelings, people. Your now, feelings I, don't matter. I am no. a, I believe in hire fast and fire fast. Okay, number one because. Let's say so you're you really never truly offered me a job. We, I, 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 I and you want to know why? I hired you, had, you knew I had nothing to bring to your table. Yeah, we I, would I, be drunk all day yeah. doing stupid shit, and no work would get done. And I don't know your field at all. Yeah, um, I hired one friend, he was in a tough way. Yeah. I hired him, he was a hard worker, but what he could do versus what he wanted to do. There was, you were, it was pretty few and far between. So, and it ended up ruining the friendship. So like, you, you just don't want to do that either. I do believe, and here's the other thing. Let's say you're scaling a business. Let's take the NFL out of it, but let's say you're scaling a regular business. You start a fucking, I don't know, like a trucking business. You hire fast. You want to scale. You want to get the right people, but I'm a trial by fire kind of guy. So I hire people I see if they catch on. I see if they bring new ideas. I see number one, if they, I, I call it gas, give a shit. If they have the gas, they're going to do everything they can to expand who they are in the company and also expand the company. 
And a lot of people lose gas over time very quickly. And then you start seeing people where a full day's work is actually 38 minutes. And when I had another company and was running it with a couple other people, um, they were a little reluctant to fire people, which I totally get. Um, you know, then you get into corporate America where if you're not pulling your weight, um, you got to do a performance improvement plan, right? So then I sit down with you and I write down all the things that I want to see you improve on. And we're going to meet again in a couple months. And then let's say that you're, I see that you're markedly trying harder, but the outcome is the same. Well, now where are we at? I put down the gauntlet. You change your work ethic. You're working harder, but you're still not making all the ends meet that I need you to, to hit. And now I feel bad as a guy that's, you know, controlling who you are as a person or like your, your money, your family, like the, can you make rent, yeah. all that kind of shit. It's a really shitty place to be, man. It really is. Yeah. So, but if you go, if you, my, my, my sister, uh, slanty eyes, um, is the perfect person to run an office because that chick has blood in her veins when it comes to, Nope, they're not pulling their weight. Just fire them. Like, I don't have that. I tend to like people. I, try, I tend she to want to- that dog in her. Yes, <laughs> yeah, she, she does. She's tenacious. Um, I'm not. But in the grand scheme of things, when I had another company, I would want to fire people, and then we'd have to go through all these steps. And lo and behold, like the person I wanted to fire in January is still around in fucking June. And you're like, it still sucks. They're still not getting any better. So I get it. If I was- Brandon Bean and knowing the Buffalo market where families, you know, players are, are family members, whether you like it or not. Um, I keep him around for another year, make sure he gets pension. I'd work out some sort of endorsement deal and I make sure that he was a brand. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd wrap a team around him and say, Hey, listen, man, let it roll. Let it roll. Um, yeah. Other than that, you got through your third year, going into tra- camp next year, you're going to be in the same spot. Now, you know I like math, right, sometimes. I'm not good at math, but I like math, all right? So I'm going to yeah. show you two ratios. Right. Okay. Okay? I'm going to show you two ratios, and I want you to tell me what you think these are in relevance to. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Now that you can see your screen, which is fantastic now. I know. I mean, this is a 32-inch TV that my son sprayed water on. Yeah, water. And it works fucking perfect. So I'm glad I didn't listen to my wife and just throw it out. I'm like, this is going to work perfect for the podcast. Um, or it'll be a garage TV next time. All right. So 5.3 to 1. 5.3 to 1. And 39 and a half to 1. Yes. Now this involves death. Okay. First number, 5.3 to 1. Second number, 39 and a half to 1. What do you think the first number and second number have to do with each other? And also... Um, something to do with the COVID shot. Nope. What else? What else you got? Always the answer. Um, something to do with drinking alcohol. No. Smoking. It, it involves government. It involves military. Suicide rates among active versus inactive service members. <clears throat> do you want me to tell you? Well, yeah, because I'm obviously not on the right track, unlike last week's 20 questions where I fucking killed it. You crushed it, but we had an episode, <laughs> episode is null and void. Um, first number is, so there has been 16 
Democratic <laughs> people in office. Okay. Since the history of the presidency, there's been 16 Democrats that have won the presidency again versus 46. Sure. Yeah. Republican. So 30. Right. 28. Yeah. Um, the first number is the death ratio of cooks that have served a Democratic president. Because Obama's chef died last week? Yeah. Two weeks ago? Yeah. The second number is the ratio of people that served in America and died in World War fucking two. So you have a markedly higher chance of dying by being a White House chef than the people that beat Germany. I mean, you got to think that when you're walking in the hand, fucking Sleepy Joe is fucking SpaghettiOs. <laughs> he might be talking about shit he shouldn't be talking about, and you're going to hear it, and you're going to get Clinton. I mean, can you imagine? Okay, so let's say that uh, your your kid, uh, we'll, we'll use Brady for an example. Great. No, your kid goes, he's, he's 18, and, he, you know, you go, hey, you know, are you going to go to college? What, like, what are your plans? That kind of stuff. I hope my kids don't go to college. I, don't, I think you're in the same boat. Um, Abel's going. First but, uh, yeah, but like we, we just want the best for their kids. And and Brady comes down to you and he says, I want to go to culinary school because my goal is to be a chef for the president. Okay. Why are you down here, dog? And the other option is I'm going to go be a soldier. He is more likely to live. It sounds like a fat chick walking upstairs. Kubi, you got something to say? Let's see. He's trying to eat my fucking microphone. It's all true. You're more likely to die by being a chef for a president. Than being an active service member. Yes. We, we always say don't touch the mic, and this guy obviously doesn't get it. Get out of here. Go ahead. Won't get. Ah, great. Not that these glasses were hard to see out of before, but now with dog slobber all over them. So here's the article. I'll read it to you. Uh, um, providing Somebody come okay. get this goddamn Depart- dog. This is great. This is- Fuck off, I'd rather dude. have you have an echo. I, I, um, I, I kind of wish I want your kids running around upstairs and watch you lose your shit. Over it is the 12 worst. seconds of my puppy coming down here. It is the worst. Um, Fuck here is Tafari. Fuck our kids. <laughs> Fuck everybody. I love you. Get your fucking ass upstairs. Uh-oh. Let's nice. go, dumb shit. Oh, so this is the suit I want to buy. No. Oh, okay. For Michigan. Um, they don't have a 46. Oh, apparently I'm too fat. So might be too- um, Tafari Campbell, a Barack Obama employee who formerly worked as a chef in his White House, was found dead in a pond near ex-president's home. The 45-year-old body was blah, blah, blah. Oh, a pond. Yeah, so here's the deal with that. I, I, okay? I, I thought he was like swimming in like the ocean or the lake. That's, I mean, that's what was reported. Okay. He's dead in a pond. That's what was reported. I don't think those, uh, those folk right. go swimming in ponds unless... A little different. He's trying to catch some turtles and turtle soup for the president. Um, oh, and this also comes on the eve of something else. Hold on, Barack Obama letter. You know, I, I never wanted to buy into the conspiracy theory bullshit. And you know, coincidence is a real thing. It happens. 
Sure. Shit is starting to happen too much. And you honestly have to stop and think. Sometimes. The likelihood of things being coincidental, you can't hit at the ratio that that's going on right now. You can't. It's just a little weird. Yeah. So this comes on the eve. I'll, I'll paint two different stories for you. Tinfoil hat time. Um, I do need a tinfoil hat graphic because I – oh, you know what? I have it. I found it. Hold on. Fucking tinfoil hat sucks. Tinfoil hat time. Okay, let me paint you a scenario. Okay. Number one. I'll read this article. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Campbell's death has parallels, quote unquote, with that of Walter Sheeb, an executive chef at the White House for 11 years. Under Bill Clinton, George Bush. Let's talk Clinton real quick. But George Bush, sure. George W., right? Yeah, While yeah. hiking in Sangre de Crisco Mountains near Taos, New Mexico, uh, the Massachusetts State Police said that Campbell's body was discovered at a depth of about eight feet, around 100 feet from the edge of Edgertown Great Pond. So I guess there's a big pond there. Because when you have the ocean in Mar Martha's Vineyard, you, you want to go whatever, swim in a whatever. little pond. Paddleboarding, yeah. Uh, several agencies launched a search that resumed Monday morning with the uh, assistance of divers, aerial support, and a side-scan sonar system. Um, Campbell worked as a Sioux or second-in-command chef at the White House before being offered a job by Obama in 2017 when the president left office, which Campbell generously agreed to, accepting uh, neither Barack or Michelle was at their Martha's Vineyard home when the tragedy took place, but they were in Martha's Vineyard. That's another thing to think about. So they're in the area. Yes. Sheeb who was 61, was reported missing on June 16, 2005 by his girlfriend after setting off on what authorities believed was a fishing trip three days earlier. His body was found submerged in a mountain drainage flowing with uh, surface runoff. About 25 yards from the Yerba Canyon Trail, it was hidden from view by dense vegetation and a steep rocky decline. Okay, so we all kind of know that a certain president's wife is stacking bodies. Her count is deep. Stacking bodies. Now, here's something that just came out this week, Daryl. Let me just paint a, a little bit different of a picture, okay? This week, a letter from a then 20-year-old Barack Obama surfaced to an ex where he said the following. Allegedly. I need an allegedly button. He said, you see, I make love to men daily, but in the imagination. Obama, then 21, wrote to Alex McNair in November of 1982. My mind is androgynous to a great extent, and I hope to make it more so until I can think in terms of people, not women opposed to men. Now, now this came out the week after. Now, now let me ask, we, we can agree that certain men are attractive, right? Yes, we um, have... Uh, an affinity to uh, who was that gentleman? We were swooning over one episode. Um, Zach Efron. Yeah, Zach Efron. He's pretty dreamy, yeah, you know? His, his ass, yeah, right? Yeah. Brad um, Pitt's a good looking man, you know? We, we can. Now, I've never seen a picture of Tafari Campbell. Okay. Okay. 
going off okay. um, the first name. Um, I'm going to say he's a white guy. I'm going to say he's not. All right, so I'm going to open this in a new tab, and we'll just see if he's a good-looking guy. We'll just see if a see guy. A reflection. That's me. <laughs> he's a dime. <laughs> yeah. I told you. Every person that we he know. ugly hair. Oh, is, he's, he's in shape. Get smashed by this guy. Oh, look at okay. his eyes. He's got beautiful eyes. He's a good-looking dude. Yeah. Now, I prefer my black counterparts to be mostly bald. Some short, some really tall. That's fine. Cortez, sure. <laughs> so, so Tafari Campbell allegedly drowned in a pond, even though there's uh, videos of him doing laps in an Olympic size. I, I had heard that too, because, you know, I mean, the stereotype is black people in water don't get along well. No, black people in fire hoses don't get along well. <laughs> We've done it. We've done it. Anyway, um, so Tafari Campbell. There's no reason to say that. Not at all. I know. This whole water thing. Um, Yeah, but but yeah, that's the stereotype. But, and that's what everybody thinks, you know? Good looking dude. (laughs) And then I heard the same thing. I didn't get all into this story, but I did hear there was a video of him just fucking going Michael Phelps on a pool. Okay. Yeah. So let's just zoom now, on these. Eyes. Yeah, I said, man, he's getting beautiful eyes. Um, one, what is the difference between swimming in a lake or the ocean? Mm-hmm. The ocean's right there, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is swimming in the Atlantic Ocean versus a pond in a gated community. I'll go first. Um, okay. In the pond, there's no riptide. Nope. Um, there's no waves. The only thing rip in that in that pond was this, was dude. this dude. There's no boats aside from maybe yeah. a paddle boat. There's somebody cruising sure. around. Because if this sure. is the kind of pond I'm thinking in Martha's Vineyard, it ain't very sure. fucking big. Sure. And do you think a lot of people that live in Martha's Vineyard go, you know what? I'm gonna go to the pond. Probably none no. of them. No. They're all waspy people, right? Yes. So yeah, this guy. Now, let's say Barack Obama is bisexual, hypothetically, right? It, it, it came out that he's androgynous. He doesn't think of uh, people as men or women. He thinks of them as people. That's like kind of the definition of bi, which is totally fine. But That also goes with the whole fact that everybody thinks Michelle Obama's a dude. Well, there was a... Yeah, the, yeah. yeah we watched it. We did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Things yeah. moved then. It was really hard to... Wrap your head around why, why they, things were moving in certain areas that shouldn't be. Yeah, I know you're a staple in the gay community. Can you answer me this one question? Bro, bro. Why does every person that is a guy that dresses like a girl have a huge cock? It's a waste. I know. Give me that cock. Even like Filipino lady boys, like they're Filipino. What is Probably that? not packing much, except. Hangover too. You got a fucking hanger. This is a magic um, show. That yeah, a huge it's like dick. Every, what the fuck? Every fucking guy that dresses like a chick and identifies as a woman has a gonzo nose for a cock, yeah. and you're like, "What are we doing?" What's up? Um, so let's see. Uh, hypothetically, 
that something was going on and Tafari maybe got maybe hit on, maybe got propositioned, maybe him and the ex-president had had a thing. Maybe they all had a thing together. People do weird shit, and that's totally fine. I would love nothing more than if Barack Obama actually came out and said, what, what better for the Democratic people to align all the communities that are already kind of aligned on the Democratic side by saying, no, I'm bi. Yeah. Michelle and I have sometimes gentlemen callers. Totally fine. It's the 90s, baby. You can do whatever you want. So let's say that Tafari tries to break shit off. I'm just painting a picture here. Murder, she wrote. You know? The likelihood of him living after breaking it off? Slim. Zero. Ratio, zero to zero. The likelihood of a White House chef that works for Democratic people living past, what, 61 is zero at this point. No, I'm, I'm sorry. It's not. But it's just kind of crazy. Like, the week before this letter comes out, maybe maybe he go. let's say, let's say that uh, Barack was getting blackmailed. No offense, Tafari. No offense, Barack Obama. No offense, Ortez. No offense, Gerald. Jerry, that's what it's called. It's called blackmail. Sorry. It's called blackmail. I didn't make it up. Um, let's say that he knows this letter is going to come out and he has to break ties with Tafari Campbell. We can't, we, we got to squash this for a little bit. Can't let more shit get out. Maybe Tafari Campbell knows that there's going to be a settlement for big money. And you know what I mean? You can kind of see where, and again, none of it's admissible in court. It's hearsay. It's conjecture. Sure. Yeah, he said, he said. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he said, she, he said. Um, I'm just saying. It's it's plausible that something happened. They had to fucking distance themselves from this guy. And there's no way to break up with a guy when you're the ex-president who is being allegedly outed by exes from 1984. Oh, boy. The CIA shot your fucking tinfoil head I just head got off. fucking JFK'd. Nice. It just seems a little weird. It just seems a little weird. Yeah. What do you think about that? I I agree. And in it, in it, like you you were kind of alluding to the hint or to this before you, uh, yeah, uh, before you kind of went oh, on a uh, tangent there. But this is my shot. You're, you're you're the Obama's personal chef. You and Rock, you know shit. You know he make you make him late night. You know cookies and milk. You guys, you Maybe know. he says, hey, I want to kill Bossa, and he's not pointing to the fridge. Yeah. He's pointing at Ari's pants. Shit happens. And sure. uh, you you guys oh, have it. You, yeah, yeah. Cock grabbing. And, and whatnot. So, at, like you said, what point of you saying, hey, I need to step away. I can't do this anymore. Or do you realize that you are about to die? Yeah, I think everyone thinks that anytime anybody high profile, or like, well, like you can't you can't even say high profile because high profile people are in the movies and all that shit. In in, yeah. in government, in politics, you're gonna die. Yeah. So so, I mean, how do you think he 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 drowned? Right. He, he had yeah. a, an issue swimming. So did Barack have a couple guys from SEAL Team Six put on their scuba shit, laying them out on the pond, just wait for them to swim over and just. No, I mean, I think that the government has access to things 
like um, the Russians during the Cold War invented like a heart attack, um, like shot that was undetectable after it was injected. So a political rival rival is walking on the street. A guy has a cane, sticks it out, sticks it in his back, keeps walking. The guy has a heart attack and dies undetectable. I think that the government has access to these things that are fucking insane. Look what happened to Mitch McConnell the other day. We played it. Like, imagine if this, this dude's talking, this lady comes up and talks to him and he shuts the fuck down. You do that on a paddleboard. I'm just saying. So he was paddleboarding? No, Mitch McConnell? No. You were just saying he was paddleboarding. So was it to fear Campbell? Paddleboarding in the pond? Yes. He was he was paddleboarding in oh, the okay. pond. Okay, so yeah, he wasn't swimming. Oh, so that would make sense because you want to paddleboard on calm water. So you would go in the pond. Uh yeah, and also uh just like near Alcatraz, Martha's Vineyard chock full of great whites. Yeah. Chock full of it. And and I have seen people um I was down at Riverworks once, saw a bunch of people paddleboarding and uh the boats would go by. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a no-wake zone, but still, boats are moving. They displace water. And you see that little fucking wave start going. It gets out there, and they stop, and they're like, like, they're going over. Yeah, yeah. And anything could happen. I mean, you could technically, you could fall off your paddleboard, try to catch yourself and smack your head, pass out. Like, even if you're knocked out for a little bit, game over. I'm not saying that they killed him definitively. I'm saying that there's enough shenanigans out there in the ether to think probably. Yeah. Allegedly. Like I said, coincidence aside, I mean, it was one thing back in the 90s and early 2000s. Something would happen and like a couple things would go on and you're like, kind of stinks, but it, it could be a coincidence. But now, like we said earlier, this is happening at an alarming rate. Yeah, if it smells like a duck. I, I mean, this, like in duck. this whole fucking Molly yeah, thing. Duck. That is kind of weird. I was I, I like didn't do all enough. All the like, government officials were off the island. Like all the high-ranking people were gone. Kind of strange. Kind of strange. But where did this? And then they're saying, you know, that one guy in the G League or whatever had fucking something about a direct energy weapon written in Sharpie on the side of his head. Yeah. And he had something on the other side. I can't remember what the fuck he had. And it's like, you know, what's a direct energy weapon? Then I remember I saw it in like Austin Powers. But I'm like, did it come from space? It can't come from space because apparently we live in a fucking dome. Obviously, yeah. The earth is flat. We live in a dome. So nothing can go out of the dome. So, and then I saw people posting videos of giant lasers attached to the front of aircraft and they just fucking beamed it down. And uh, I don't fucking know anymore. What was kind of strange. This world sucks so fucking bad. What was kind of strange is that if you see the cars that are all burned on the side of the road and then you see cars right next to them that are not burned, that was kind of strange. That seems a little weird. Yeah. That seems weird. But they're like, they didn't set off the alarm system and blah, blah, blah. blah. Well, how, how about this? So the, so the government, so a, a lot of people are saying, so again, my, my standing theory is this. See how to word this. I believe that there is the, the the best commodity that you can obtain is property and land. Okay. 
Now, what do we know about San Francisco? San Francisco is always going to be Democratic. No matter how bad the Democratic Party fucks up, it's always going to be Democratic. Seattle, Portland, no matter how bad they fuck up, it's always going to be Democratic. New York City, no matter how bad they fuck up, it's always going to be Democratic. No matter what. California, Los Angeles, no matter how bad they fuck up, it's always going to be Democratic. So let's say, for example, that BlackRock who is buying up everything they can. BlackRock's the most powerful company in the world, pretty much. Let's say they get together with Democratic leaders and they say, hey, I need you to make it really hard to get arrested. I want homeless people everywhere. I want, because you know, because we need to be nicer to homeless people. And I'm sure, I'm sure some people actually genuinely feel that locking homeless people up that are crazy, that need attention, uh, medical attention, shouldn't, they shouldn't be in prison which I totally get. Yeah. Um, A lot of people just need help. Sure. Totally get it. But it's my opinion, allegedly, that the government is in cahoots, even Hawaii, Democratic, is they're in cahoots with companies like BlackRock. So they're actually saying that the, uh, the, they're saying that the, Government, so the government is is offering residents of Maui seven hundred dollars a one time seven hundred dollar payment for their property, and they're saying that they can't sell it because they don't have the rights to sell it or something like that. Yeah, and somebody clipped out. Um, they're not insured either. Yeah, because it's like it, it's a non insurable incident. It's God created event, you know. So now they're you. They call it golden handcuffs where property values at a certain point are so high, but also the demand is so low. And because you can't sell what you have, and even if you did sell it, you can't move nearby. You're kind of like locked to it. So- there was a, a clip that came out, um, and all the conspiracy theorists were all over it. Uh, they had a, 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 an official, a mayor, somebody came back out, and he said something about trying to buy the land and get it back to the people and everything. It's like, wait a second. Just because a wildfire came through, why don't you own the land anymore? Yeah. Why Why don't you own that land? I mean, I don't get it. Just because it was destroyed. Right. Your property lines are still there. You still have a deed to that property, which makes it yours. How is it gone now? Yeah. I, that was a part I didn't get. And they kept talking about it. And, and you know, obviously the totally conspiracy theorists can yeah. fucking clip and put together everything they want to hear to support their wild ass shit. Yeah. And we all know I'm against fucking 95% of conspiracy theories. Sure. We I don't buy into them. They're fucking absolute lunacy. But the thing is with conspiracy theorists, if you don't believe everything that they tell you, like if somebody tells me 10 of their conspiracy theories and I say, Hey, that one right there is fucking plausible. I kind of can see where that could happen. You're still, you're still against them because you don't you you can agree on one topic, but you need to agree on everything. Sorry, I'm not buying into all your lunacy. I'm not. Are you taking Mexican Adderall again? Did the United States kill JFK? I believe 100. percent Why? And, I, and this is something I never I never I, I knew our president got shot. JFK. So nobody knows how, where, when, and why. Well, they know some of those JFK signed his death warrant when he rejected going into Cuba uh, 
on the guise that Cuba was uniting with Russia, and they 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 kind of were, but the United States he thought that if the United States attacked Cuba, it would start a war with Russia, which would basically mean that everyone dies. Yeah. And that's the whole Bay of Pigs thing. Yeah, I was gonna say Bay of Pigs. Yeah. I remember that. But have you ever heard of this? This there's something called the Gulf of Tonkin incident. I have I've heard of the Gulf of Tonkin. I do not know what it's about, though. This is a problem with me. I hear about a lot of shit, and it well, just doesn't soak in. And we're gonna it gets in there with all the fucking understand. alcohol and just floats around, and then we have one viewer, and I think it's me. Yeah, I don't know. Saturday's at eight. Uh, yeah, yeah, not much I could do about it. Next week we are doing yeah. Saturday as well. The week yeah. after, I'm probably out because I'll be camping. And like the week after that, we can do a show. And then the week after that, we'll be in fucking Michigan. We can do a show. Oh, yeah, we can. We yeah. can. Um, yeah. Anyways, I, I was going to look it up. It's, it's a it's a long Wikipedia thing. But anyways, I mean, the United States, uh, the, the, the government went to JFK and said, hey, we need an incident that allows us to get into f- going to war with Cuba. And to overthrow Castro. And they pitched actually flying a commercial airliner via remote and shooting it down near Cuba and blaming Cuba. And that would give us the reason, almost like a World War II type reason, to go in and fuck up Cuba, which would have taken all of eight minutes. But JFK was like, if we do that, we're going to war with Russia. And he was worried that you know, Russia has nukes at this point. USA has nukes at this point. The second the button's pushed, everything's yeah. gone. Everything's gone. So you get a little, it gets a little scary, as, as one could imagine, right? So I don't know. I think that there's a lot of fuckery. And the older I get, and, and you know what? The likelihood of me being a conspiracy theorist when I was 18, 100%, because I was against the government. This is what happens, and this is kind of strange. When I was a kid, people that were anti-government and anti-war were actually Democrats. I was a Democrat. Now people that are for government and for war, Ukraine, Democrats. Here's what's weird. So they're going to issue the $700 payments for property. You, you just lost land value in Maui that's worth $700,000, let us yeah. say, that your family has been on forever, and it's your home. It's prime real estate. We're going to give you $700. Biden just said that he's going to give another $40 billion to Ukraine. Ukraine. I have a weird stat for you. Let me see if I can find it. Why, why do that? You better have some fucking filler, bruh. Oh, no. um, back in this, it, it's so hard nowadays. I mean, like I said, everybody's eyes are getting a little bit more open. And I think that's a great thing. You just, you don't question everything, as the conspiracy theorists say. But it, it's great to, to be able to just stop and see, like, Joe Rogan. It is so yep. great watching him have a controversial ho- a, um guest on mm-hmm. and he just sits there and lets them talk and he does it from both from sides too both which is great sides. so yeah but it takes an objective mind to sit here and, and sit there and, and think about 
here's the X's, here's the O's. You know, what do we get when we put them together? Where where do the pieces lie? And and can we start to ask a couple more questions? Yeah, and and I'm a and, and you're the same way. I'm a show it to me person. Yes. Like I think if you have a point, I'm not going to dismiss the point, no matter how much maybe I agree on the uh, disagree on the cliff notes of it. I want to know a little bit more about yeah, what you give think. Me, give me some more meat. Um, I yeah, was watching yeah. a movie the other night. Um, Chris to put it on Netflix. That'd be uh, um, no, no. Uh, Matt Damon was in it. Um, Green, Green Mile, Green okay. River, Green something. What the fuck was it? I just fucking looked at it. Green Zone. Okay. And Matt Damon is over in Afghanistan, Iraq. Okay. He is the head of a team looking for WMDs. Okay. They go in their meetings. They get their oh, conspiracy. They, go, they get their fucking intel. They go to the spot. They fucking hit it. They come in. They clear it. Oh, toilet factory. There's nothing here. They got their little Geiger right. counters and shit looking for stuff. Nothing. They hit another fucking spot. Nothing. Matt Damon walks up, starts talking to somebody in a meeting. They're having a meeting in the morning. He says, why are we hitting all these spots and there's nothing there? The intel is bad. Somebody right. is feeding us complete and utter bullshit from the jump. Sure. Um, guy from the CIA walks over to him and says, hey, um, you're right. You're getting bad fucking intel. We need to find out why. Yeah, he, I get uh, it was Sucks. doing some they were on their way to uh, another fucking site uh an iraqi day dude stopped them talked to him and said hey listen i know of a high profile meeting going on uh it's a few miles from here it's going down right fucking now he's like why would you tell me that he goes just because i live here doesn't mean i don't care yeah so they fucking roll it. up in his house and come to find out one of the guys and the remember the deck of cards they had yeah uh there was the jack of clubs he was there Nice. They missed them. They shot a bunch of other people. They grabbed a couple hostages. Uh, that dude got away. Come to find out, a whole bunch of fuckery was going on, and this guy at the Jack of Clubs knew about it. He knew they were just going to feed the Americans bullshit and had them yeah. chasing their fucking tails because yep. it was all gone. It was There was nothing there. Ever, dude, there's a was book. The, I watched this movie, and I'm like, Fuck. So I read a little bit of like IMDB about it and whatever. And I'm like, this is really fucking, we're wasting billions. Billions. And, and, I, and, just and say tens or hundreds of billions of dollars for these guys to chase their tails when you sign up to be an American soldier and protect our country at all costs. And they have you fucking chasing your tail. They have you on a, a fucking snipe hunt. In the yep. fucking goddamn desert of Iraq. I'll, I'll bring you a book um, written by Tim Kennedy. No, I'm, the one time I gave you a book, I, I knew it was going to make you cry. This one won't. I know. Probably the greatest prank of all time. I, I had to fucking read it on the plane on the way to come down to visit you. I, mean, I wanted to fucking shove that book down your throat when I saw you. <laughs> I'm reading a book right you now called... Ass, yeah. You asshole. <laughs> I'm like, shut up, get in the car, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, they both died. <laughs> the dogs died. Uh, you fucking I you to PBR. <laughs> uh, uh, no, there's, there's a book written by Tim Kennedy. He's a UFC guy. Oh. 
It's called Star. It's called Scars and Stripes. It's his like life story, and it's it's great. I mean, he was in the UFC for a while. He was an Army Ranger, and when everyone was evacuating out of Afghanistan, and the government wasn't going in to help Americans, government wasn't going in to help um, people that had possibly supplied the United States with information um, that were on the Taliban hit list and stuff like that. No, U.S. was like, I'm sorry, we're gone. They were gone the next day. Tim Kennedy actually got privately funded and went in there and he got 10,000 people out. Oh, okay. I'll give you the book. I heard a little bit about this, yeah. Dude, there are parts of that book, and I read at night all the time. And usually it's like, um, I'm second time through a book about the piracy in America in the 1700s. Like, I'm a fucking dork. That book, I actually had to put down and start reading other shit because I wouldn't be able to go to sleep at night. Like, the fact that, you know... At, at, a lot of people were, were locked out of the, everyone was locked out of this airport in Cabal or whatever the fuck it was. And what they would, what the women would do, they'd start passing children up to the front. Cause if you got the children over the line, over, over the, the barbed wire and shit like that, then the United States had to yeah. take them. They had to take them. Guess how well women in Sherpas or whatever the fucking things are called, can throw a baby over barbed wire. Not too well. So he's standing there watching babies get thrown into razor wire and disemboweled and dying. Just for a chance. Just for that Just for light a chance. chance. Just for a chance that they get over. And it's all inappropriately that shit was happened. And, and wh- why was it? It was for spending. It's costing too much to be in Afghanistan. If I said, Daryl, how much did the United States spend in 20 years in Afghanistan? What would be your number? 20 years. In the 20 years we were there before we just pulled out and everything yep. went to yeah. fucking shit. Yep. That was part of that movie too. They were, uh, were going to get rid of, uh, they said they're going to pack up their shit and leave. And they're like, we do. This place is going to fucking fall apart in hours. Yeah. And they're um, not- it was a good movie. I actually enjoyed that a lot. Watch 13 hours as, as well. Oh, Great. Movie. Okay. I might check that out later. Um, how much should we spend in Afghanistan? Um, forty-seven billion. Not not bad. I, I think it was like forty-four billion dollars. Okay. By net by this month, we have given Ukraine more than Ukraine a hundred billion dollars. Now, what's going to happen? We can't account for a fuck ton of money. In the government, we don't, oh, nobody yeah. knows where it is. We can't take care of ourselves, but we are funding this war over there. It's a proxy war, too. It's not even. So a war. I, I, let's just let's step back. Sure. Biden doesn't get in the presidency. Trump wins. Trump's our president right now. Yeah. This war breaks out between Ukraine and Russia. I, th- I think. I think. What does Trump do? The, the first thing I think Trump would do, and it wouldn't be good for Americans either, is issue sanctions against Russian oil because that's what funds Russia's bank book, right? So the only reason Russia can actually do anything is because they're oil exports. Yeah, and wasn't Biden supposed to shut that down? Yeah, he did. And, and they were, all he had to do was put pen to paper and it was over. Mm-hmm. And this, this would have been dead in the fucking water. They they they'd run out of money. Oh, but no, they did. He didn't. No, he oops, didn't do it. oops. So instead, I don't think Trump would have put a fucking finger 
on this. Figure it out. Ukraine's not a fucking NATO or is no. it NATO? Yeah, NATO. NATO, right? Well, here's the problem. And and I or UN, they're not a UN, they're, they're not they don't not have a treaty with the, you're yeah. Right. yeah. Is it I NATO? Do, I do get why I actually, for the risk of sounding like a Russian sympathizer, I get why they got a little squirrely because Russia's borders always wanted to be one country away from NATO. Okay. Ukraine was going to get into NATO. Ukraine borders Russia exclusively, not exclusively, but they border Russia. Therefore, based on Russia's goals and efforts and, and wants and needs, they don't want Ukraine to be part of NATO because that means that the United States can have a base there, we're closer, all that shit, right? So I get why they went on the off offensive, 100%. Now, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Ukraine, who, who a couple years ago was known as the most corrupt fucking place of all time. I'm sorry, but you just you can't be in it now. Will we help you? Will we send aid? Will we you know advise you? Sure. Do we got your back a little bit? But you don't have NATO's back because you're not part of NATO, and you'll never be part of NATO because eventually, if you become part of NATO, that's when you're fucked. The second that Ukraine was talking and people were, were kind of okay with it of letting uh, Ukraine into NATO, that's when all the fucking tanks started moving from Russia to the border, and that's when they started taking over shit. I totally understand that. I get it. It's like it's like the game of risk. Yeah. You know, don't do it. Yeah. So here's what I think Biden should do, but it's a it's a resign. Yes. Yeah. Please. I'd rather Hunter Biden be president right now. Because at no, least that guy no, can no. no, that guy can scheme his way out of fucking anything. You know what I mean? Did you see the video of him? I don't know if I can it's probably taken down from YouTube. And, and if you put it up, we're fucking done. I don't care. We're already done. Germany loves us. <laughs> Yo, I, I told that at poker last night. We were talking, and uh, I was, it was just kind of like between Ob's volleyball schedule, and that's why I couldn't be in the league. So I was subbing last night, and a couple guys were, you know, hey, you know, who are you subbing for, blah, blah, blah. And uh, somebody asked me, you're like, oh, what are you doing tomorrow night? We got a game here. And I'm like, nah, I got to record my podcast. Yeah. You guys are like, you got a podcast? What's it about? I'm like. I heard a bunch of people start snickering. <laughs> I look around the table, it's fucking chronic. And I'm like, me and my buddy get fucking drunk and yep. talk about everything. He's yep. like, like what? I'm like current events, shit we really shouldn't be talking about. Like, but we just drink beer and talk for hours on shit we're not fucking versed in talking about. But we get many beers piled in and some drug usage. And it's, uh, it's interesting. We solve the world's problems. Um, we, yeah, so yeah. They took the video down, but there's screen caps of the video on YouTube. Okay. So here's the gist of it. He filmed himself Dude. doing uh, Biden 53 scene flashing what looks like a crack pipe, which that is, oh, yeah, uh, and smoking while driving through a residential neighborhood in Arlington, Virginia on June 12, 2018. Um, there was one where he was doing, yeah, okay. Less than two months later, he was yeah. seen racing to Vegas on August 1st. Uh, going 172 miles yeah, an hour. I saw that one. Incredible. Yeah. Now I get it. You're a Biden. You get. You have all this money. He's got tons of money. From where? Uh, Ukraine and China. Um, you know. Um, let's just say 
I mean, political people get political shit. There's a reason why a guy that has no net worth goes in, he's a congressman, and then what that and 10 years later he's he's got 200 million dollars in the bank. I'm actually kind of okay with that. As long as they have the people's best interest in mind. It's they don't, they don't, they don't fall. They only have their interests in mind. There is no such thing as an honest politician anymore. No. And I don't think those guys died in the 1800s. You know what's weird? Um, do you know the uh you know Daniel Boone, David Crockett, like the whole shit, right? The Alamo. Um if if the United States expanded into Texas, and at the time, I, I think it was kind of an unoccupied territory. It wasn't a state yet, and it, or it, it wasn't even what it is now. It's, it's a, is it a territory then? It, or yeah, something? it's a republic right republic. now. But yeah, it's, not, it's a state, but not a state. It's its own thing. But it wasn't there yet. Wasn't Texas ready to uh, secede from the Union not too long ago? In this case, I will pay for you to move to Texas with me, and we'll just move to Texas, um, and which I've thought about. Um, Davy Crockett and Daniel Boone went there because if it became a ratified state, they were going to each get like a hundred thousand acres. That's the only reason they went there. Now they're they're politicians. They were legends of their own time. One of them killed a bear when he was only three. Davy Davy Crockett, as my mom used to say when she was a kid, Davy Davy fuck it. Um, Did not. I was gonna say he didn't wear it as a hat. He had a coonskin hat, right? Yeah, yeah. He didn't yeah. have a bear. No, no. Which is weird. Like that would be my thing. If I killed a bear when I was three, I'd be wearing a bear head all the fuck. Time. Yeah, yeah. Why are you wearing a bear head? Like a Viking uh, shit. I killed this bitch when I was three <laughs> with my bare hands. Um. So, oh, I'm gonna get you in this new. There's a new social media, and then we can get on this. It's called Be Real. Cobb's on it. Is she? She was. And her friends kept asking her, she goes, why is your dad in every one? Like, it would pop up. Like, it, you'd get a notification. You're like, you got to do a picture right now. Yeah. And most of hers were like, after I picked her up from school. So we're driving down the road. She's like, be my beer. And she's got her fucking camera all over. And yeah. I'm just like, I'd make faces. I'd throw up gang signs. Sure. I'd turn my fucking hat right. sideways and yeah. do stupid yeah. shit. Yeah. And all her friends are like, you're always with your dad. She's like, it always goes off. After school, when he's driving me home. <laughs> when you texted me today, I may have been having relations with my beautiful, beautiful wife. Um, and, and so I, <laughs> I'm i sitting on the couch, and parts of my anatomy are out. And uh, um, she's like, who's that? I'm like, it's, it's Daryl. And she goes, well, send him a picture. I'm like, well, my legs are straight, which makes your dick look not good at all. No. <laughs> like, dicks look great when... Like I have to hyperextend my hip. I'm gonna have arthritis. But the lighting's the lighting's bad, yeah. babe. Yeah, she's like, no, it'd be funny. Like I'm like, my dick looks like it's two inches long right now. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah, I don't want that. She's like, no, but she's like, well, I'll put two hands up. Like it's huge. I'm like, well, now we're just lying to my friend because he's yeah. seen my dick. <laughs> it's not a two hander. <laughs> I wish it was. It's just not. Yeah, like last week before the show. I, we have our, our pictures here and obviously we weren't live and whatever. Dude, Tanya was down there and uh, she bent over. She had her head under, under the table. Yeah. <laughs> and she, I kept, she kept peeking up and looking like, is he watching? Is he watching? <laughs> like, I know it's fake Tanya, but well done. Yeah. She's like, you should send him a picture. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. 
And she goes, well, why not? I'm like, well, because I don't think he'll appreciate it. Yeah. You know? And she's like. I would immediately block your phone. <laughs> no. Like the one time I sent you a load on her stomach that looked like the NBA logo. I didn't talk to you for a week. You're like, yeah. You're like, new, new <laughs> NBA logo. I'm like, I'm it did look ever again. I did come the NBA logo one time. And I also did shit what looked like a teddy bear. Because I was eating spinach. And you shit the number two out once. That was very legit. That was very impressive. That was, we don't do that anymore. No, really? I, you know, have we grown up? We, no. I think, when's the last time you played video games? Holy fuck. I was just saying about this test, yeah. watching the dog. The dogs were wrestling in the living room, and a fucking Cooper just kept running his asshole all over my PS5. And I'm like, oh, dude, uh, it, it's been a month. Easily, yeah. I don't think I have no excuse. I have no excuse. I, I don't think I've played video games, and well, unless like the kids are playing a game and they need help through something, you know, um, like uh, Max is playing the, the, the. In my opinion, the greatest game ever made for my interests is Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I'm I'm playing Valhalla right now, and I, I hate that game. I just I I want to get into it. I really I do, it. but I can't. Get Black Flag. Black Flag is great. I think I played Black Flag and it was kind of the same thing for me. I was like, I don't know. Dude, you can you build up your pirate ship and you take over other ships. You build. Well, that's what I'm supposed ship. to be doing right now. It's and no. I'm like, man, it's just kind of fun to just kill a bunch of people real quick and then it's I'm like, GTA. Well, where do I gotta go? No, I it's not. I can't do GTA, but it, with, with the kids, anyways. I, I and I got another game too. Got a war game, maybe a Ragnarok or something. So fucking wrapped in plastic, huh? Ragnarok. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. supposed to be really good too, and it's still wrapped in plastic. And I've had it since my shoulder surgery. Black Flag, Assassin's Assassin's Creed Black Flag is is fucking awesome. I'm I'm bad at video games. I'm a button masher. Like um, my PS4 when I uh, got it from Becky uh, was a Spider Man edition. Mm. And uh, wow. I couldn't play that game. Yeah. Graphically, great, phenomenal game. Beautiful. I mean, the missions and all the shit you got to do, I, I, it was great. I could not do the fighting combinations. One thing that Becky said to me one time about some Assassin's Creed game. I forgot which one it was. Wait, hold on. Oh. What the fuck was that? And like four different pitch tones to it. <laughs> My ass was like Mariah Carey. <laughs> Every octave. Uh, she goes. She goes. This game is beautiful, and and you you don't at at the time. I'd never heard anyone say that. I'd say that it's a great game, a good game, or whatever. This game sucks. She goes. This game is beautiful, and number one, like. You know, sometimes you meet someone, you know someone forever, and then they let you in on a little window of who they are as a person, and you have way larger of appreciation for them. Yeah. That was it. I was like, oh, shit, the shit's art. And that's how she looks at it, which is great. Um, yeah. Uh, when I bought my PS4 from her, I met her down there in, in Dunkirk, Feronia, at the store. And uh, she's like, yeah, it comes with uh, Spider-Man. She goes, it's a great game. You're going to love it. And whatever. I'm like, yeah, fine. I'll give it a try, you know? Um, so I went over and I was looking at all the, the games and shit and they had that game, uh, horizon zero dawn. It was 10 bucks. Yeah. Yep. And she goes, cause she's like, what games you into? I'm like, I play hockey, mm -hmm. but I, I, I 
play i don't play online i, I don't do a whole lot of shit um i don't i'm not good at these What's i cool love video games but i'm very very bad. Up, like the, i i love that whole aspect of it i, I really yeah. do I mean, it'd be one thing if I, I can't play Madden because I can't figure out all the fucking controls. Madden is so. So it may be great if you and I could play online, you know, certain shit. Like I can't get into Call of Duty. It's just. Well, you have a PS5. Online games. Huh? You have a PS5 or Tez has a PS5. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy a PS5. Not, not this week because I'm going to be up there, but yeah. I'll buy a PS5 in the next coming days and then you me and ortez can get like the same game and fuck around a little bit that'd be fun but the horizon zero dawn game i i played it like a dozen times like i deleted everything started over it was again a beautiful fucking game yeah it was in my wheelhouse of my skills it wasn't overly difficult starting again yeah i haven't heard yet i had no um, today so then the second one just came out uh, a while ago and i had just beat it on my ps4 beat it beat it uh but that was when the five was coming out and they had uh the dlc which i didn't know was a thing downloadable content Ooh, it's like an extra part of the game yeah the, the game i bought with from becky um it, it was already it was been out since 2017 so it was out for a while when i got it so it all came together and this one's got like an extra area gameplay and everybody's fucking ecstatic about it. I'm like, well, I can't get that because I have the PS4 version, but I played it on my PS5. But again, fucking beautiful, the, the beautiful game. And I'm just sitting here going, I'm like, you, this is a fucking video game. Even my, my wife's like, I, she goes, I enjoyed watching you play this game. Yeah. Mostly because like when you die, you get frustrated. <laughs> And everything, and she goes, so I laugh at you, but I'm like, and I knew, yeah, I knew I was getting in over my head, and you just fucking the controller's going, and you're, just, and I have no idea what I'm doing. I, I love, but. I mean, there's nothing better than let's say the family goes on vacation or like whatever, and I can't. Let's say I got a meeting on a Monday morning or some shit, and uh, you know it's Sunday, you got nothing to do, no one's going out, and you just, I, I would fire up. I I've been playing Madden since '94 five when it came out or whatever it was and so, so it, it's weird you also feel like an asshole when you go to your wife and you go no i've been playing this up until two the last two years i haven't bought it madden in two years but other than that i bought it every year usually on the day it came out madden just came out yesterday and she's like are you gonna get it i'm like i'll probably get it but i'll probably get it in a month now one game i'm really excited for that's coming out is with the NIL deal shit, college football is coming out. Back. And I'm very That's excited. That's been dead since 14. So do you know how that worked with Madden? Okay. So let's say that you pick Michigan, okay? And you play Dynasty in Michigan. And so you play for 10 or 15 years. Every year, you could save the full and complete draft class of every player that either opted to go to the NFL that you couldn't resign as your, your Jim Harbaugh and this one guy that's a, a junior, great running back, he's not coming back no matter what you do because you're going to lose good talent because that's the way that the college game is, which is really realistic. You could save the draft class and coinciding in that same year with Madden, 
you could put that draft class fictitiously because they're not real players. Yeah. You could put them into the Madden draft. So if you're playing against, for example, uh, I know you don't like Ohio State, but you like Ohio, uh, you you appreciate Ohio State receivers. Yeah, that that did come out of my mouth. So let's say you're playing. Was it in a text or? Yes, both actually. Um, So let's say that you are playing Madden in Dynasty and you're the Green Bay Packers and it's the 2022 draft. Conceivably, you could upload your NCAA 2022 people into that and you can go, I'm going to draft, I'm going to try to draft these guys from Michigan that I loved. You're not going to get all of them, but you know that this one wide receiver from Ohio State is a badass motherfucker. You could try to draft him as well. So it's like you play for years and you have you you know you know year in and year out you're going to play the same team a few different times, um, and you know people that burnt the fuck out of you. Yeah, and you can actually start to draft them in fucking Madden. There was like a there was like a docking of the two. It was like where two dicks meet, you know. And then they just, there's you know, one has four sparks and fireworks yeah. and yeah. rip torn. Yeah. That was great. And I, I, and I don't know if they're, if they're ever going to get back there, but like what was great is um, NCAA would come out in like April and then you'd play that. You'd play a few th- seasons all the way through till August, mid August. And then Madden would come out and then you have like this backlog of fucking seasons and drafts. And it was fucking great. And I don't think I've played an actual video game where myself, I was sitting down to play it in probably eight or nine months. That's where I think we're growing up a little bit. Well, because the ball, you, you would always, I loved it. You, you always would post on Facebook. Uh, you got a game and you look, cause you're an Xbox guy. Yeah. And it would fucking take nine hours to load. I'm like, bro, I got a game that took three fucking discs and it's done in an, 45 minutes. What the yeah. fuck are you? You always seem to have the worst luck with download so times. And you're like, I just want to fucking play some video games. I just want to hit somebody. And you're like nine hours, especially, especially when the kids were little. I mean, yeah. we had, we had two kids under two and a half, you know, which, and so I'd have a whole weekend, let's say with the, with the kids. And then she'd get home from work Sunday at six o'clock and I know we're going to get the kids to bed at eight. So I, I'd run upstairs by six fifteen, put the whole fucking thing on. And then it'd be like, Oh, we got to download this new update. And it'd just be like fucking old school, trying to look at titties on the internet. Just like, like AOL, wow. you know, the worst. the worst. So, yeah. Um, all right, well, let's get out of here. The next right. episode, uh, we need to talk about uh, vaginal stench. Yeah. I, I- Intern Mara coming in. I was trying to figure out where the fuck that text was coming from because they had an extra number in it. And I'm like, oh, this is fucking quite long here. And I'm like, oh, it's fucking Mara. So I just went after we had a little snack during the Bills game there. And I'm like, read comments. I think the, Bill- the first one to comment, I'm like, fuck, what happened here? But he got a couple of screenshots of them. And, you know, I'm hoping you can pull it up and we can I got it. Discuss. I got it. Up. Um, All right, sweet. Um, I th- let me just uh, bold prediction here. Um, I think the Bills go. I think the Bills have ten or eleven wins this year. They sneak into the playoffs, wild card. They, they ain't winning division. I, I I will bet that they're not going to win a division this year. Yeah, I I think Jets win the division. 
I think Jets and the Chiefs play in the championship game in the AFC. And I, I, with the Jeff's, Jets defense, I think I think Jets have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. I really do. Um, I'll, I'm going to put 200 we, bucks on the Jets winning the Super Bowl. Um, before Boom. or right around week one of the NFL season, we got to get Sammy on. He wants to come on and talk about yeah, sports betting. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, Tell him I'll put $500 in my DraftKings thing, and I need – a breakdown of week one bets. We'll do a, a sick parlay. And I'll donate 30% of the winnings to a charity of our choosing. Fair enough? Sure. Okay. All right. I, I just sent you a picture that he sent me. And um, we were at Chili's last night before poker. Oh, and that's going to be poop. And he was doing some fucking fantasy shit. He put $225, I think, on every game to go under. This wow, weekend. really? Yeah. I mean, so uh, I just sent you a picture. Yeah. It's got some some of his, uh, yeah. uh, what he loads up on all the time. Is that your one. finger? No, that's his. his. Is he okay? He sent that to me. <laughs> Is he okay? I wasn't sure, but I had to ask him, like, that is your finger, right? Is <laughs> he Shit. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with it's a bad angle. I mean, he is oh. a physical therapist, but he doesn't work. Yeah, old <laughs> Ben Cockfinger. All right, we'll get out of here. Um Okay, terrific. And uh we'll come back in a little bit. And, and hey guys, keep fucking that chicken. Come on, man.